Kyla Powers Radio. I know I haven't been on in a while. Um, You know, I've been living and trying to adjust and recalibrating and all that. Uh, Today, I'd like to introduce you to somebody I found in the past couple of days. His name on YouTube is The Fullerton Informer. He's got some pretty interesting things. And his topic today, I'm just going to play a part of it. Uh, You can look him up and uh, whenever I find anybody that I think the collective should look into their information, I just share it. Uh, So this dude's name is Fullerton Informer and this is called Biosolids Poisoning Our Food Supply. So I thought this was really, really interesting. Just take a gander at what this is about. I'm just turning it up as loud as I can for you. It comes from these farms. Now, I just want to remind everybody to drink your apple cider vinegar with uh, a little bit of ginger and cayenne pepper and put some minerals in there and uh, get your body started the right way and then when you feel the need eat some good food that's going to feed your brain some good fatty acids and and some things that are good for you things that are natural and that involves not eating sugar folks don't start your day out with sugar or any of these breakfast cereals that have been made by these companies that make the uh, chemotherapy drugs and all the poison We don't need to be feeding the fungus or the cancer or the diabetes or the obesity. Because let's face it, we all know, and if you don't, then you're going to know. Because if you consume refined sugar or white flour or refined flours, it just turns into fat. And that's why those of you out there who are trying to lose weight, you can't lose weight. Well, if you stop the sugar, you'd be amazed what happens. Sugar doesn't belong in your body. There's nothing wrong with having an apple once in a while, folks, but we weren't designed to be eating 10 pieces of fruit a day because nobody lives in a place where fruit grows 12 months a year and is always available in your backyard. It's not natural. I can tell you what is natural, folks, and that's eggs and and, 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 and vegetables because they grow all the time. And, you know, you do need natural sugar, and it's available in a variety of sources because it's in the plants, folks. There are complex carbohydrates in the plants that you eat, the vegetables. So you're not going to die if you don't have a watermelon today and a honeydew tomorrow and a bowl of uh, that sugared cereal this afternoon and a hot pocket with a pastry strudel on top of it. Folks, uh, anyway, I wanted to talk to you about a, a, a scam, folks, a deadly scam. It's called biosolids. I don't know if any of you have ever heard of biosolids before, but I will tell you that biosolids are something that would shock you and horrify you if you really understood what they are. And once again, forgive the vibration and the, the bouncing. We're in Fullerton with Third World Roads, where the entire Fullerton city government belongs in jail because they refused to look into where all the $100 million went that was supposed to fix our roads. We'll be out of this city shortly once I go through one more intersection. Biosolids are something that has turned a trash pile into a treasury for a handful of companies. I'm not going to name these companies, but I am very familiar with what they do and what they sell and who they market it to and what fields and products it ends up in. Now, everybody knows when you go to the bathroom and you flush the toilet, it goes down the sewer pipe, down the sewer main into the the big manhole covered under these big pipes and it ends up at a sewer plant. The sewer plants they do a couple things. They um, they either clean up the water and reuse it or they discharge it into an ocean after it's been treated to an extent. But the first thing that happens in one of these treatment facilities, the water treatment facilities, is all of the raw sewage ends up in a settling pond 
where the heavy stuff floats to floats the light stuff floats to the top and the heavy stuff falls to the bottom now i don't know if you realize this but depending upon where you are it's not just human beings that are flushing their toilets into the sewer system you have industrial waste processes that are flushing their uh, waste into the sewer system you have metallurgy facilities you have uh, businesses dry cleaners you have all kinds of chemicals being flushed into the sewer system and in these chemicals are heavy metals and toxins and all kinds of other things so what ends up happening is these compounds end up floating to the bottom of these settling ponds well what do you think they do with that stuff do you think they send it off to the landfill no folks of course not what they do with that stuff is they sell it because what happens is the water goes through a couple of these settling ponds and a couple of times the crap will literally fall to the bottom and then they'll take that stuff out of the bottom and they'll put it into a pile and they'll use what's called a digester and, and there's a few other steps that I won't get into but the bottom line is we end up with this sludge now there is a couple things that they do with this sludge after it's been treated and heated and allowed to somewhat decompose by microbial action that uh, it's exposed to in these dome-like digesters that you can see in some of these treatment plants but there's a tremendous amount of sewage sludge which consists of human fecal matter heavy metals chemicals medications that people pass through their bodies flush down the toilet and all of the medications that aren't metabolized by the people that end up excreted in their waste you've got an inordinate amount of metals and drugs and poisons in this sewage sludge and what they do with this sewage sludge is they pile it high and put it into for lack of a better term a type of oven and let it cook off with some special digestive process including enzymes and microbial action to create this super concentrated pile of shit for lack of a better term folks because that's what it is now what they do with this pile of crap is they turn it into pellets and products that are used for the fertilizer business now you know what happens when this stuff is sprinkled on the orange groves and on the vegetable fields and it dissolves the roots uptake it and you eat it folks I'm telling you right now that biosolids are part of life now that's something that ends up in the crops and in the fruits and in the vegetables we're living in soil and grain folks we're living in a matrix and there are a lot of components to what are what is being done to us these plants are all over the place and you would be amazed at what is being dumped into the fields now what can we do about this well, there isn't a heck of a lot you can do about this, folks. Because unless you control the farms, you don't control what goes into the food. Now, you can choose what you eat more carefully. You can choose to consume foods that appear to be natural and clean. And you know what you can really do, folks? You can eat a lot less. Because here's the deal. We don't be needing to eat all of these carbohydrates and these calories and all these toxic fruits and all these toxic vegetables that they're killing us with. You need to consume food in a sparing amount. You need to look into this, folks, because if the food supply is totally contaminated then it would logically follow that we shouldn't eat too much of it and quite frankly 
That is what most people are doing, just out of habit. They're eating too much. They don't know any better. They're just being told, oh, you got to eat three meals a day and you got to follow this food pyramid because the reality is <coughs> the drug companies want you sicker than the dog so they can get you on their products. And the people at the top of the food chain, so to speak, want you in a pine box prematurely. That's a fact. So these biosolids are big business, folks. And you're not going to hear a lot about this because it's kind of a well-kept secret. Nobody really questions when people flush the toilet where all that stuff goes. They just close their eyes and it's like a magical thing. You never see it again. And it's out of sight, out of mind, and nobody seems to care where it goes. Although we pay for the services on our water bill and our property tax to, to deal with this stuff, the reality is it's kind of like gone once we flush the toilet. But it's not really because, guess what? It's coming back on our tables. Now, we can't stop this. And what's worse is a lot of places like Orange County are using the sewage water and they're going through a couple of stages of treatment and they're filtering it and they're 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 pumping it back into the aquifer so they run it through first second and third stage treatments and then they run it through reverse osmosis supposedly i don't know the full extent to which the, all of the water ends up going through reverse osmosis before it gets put into the ground again but with the vast prevalence of all of these people that are on medication and drugs and just pure unhealthy living to, to think that we're drinking the water that was once their excrement is very concerning. So, my point is, we all need to be filtering our water ourselves, okay? Now, one of the things you could do to filter your water yourselves is very simple. Reverse osmosis water filtration is very, very, very inexpensive. You can get a good system for about 150 bucks, and you could say goodbye to all those plastic bottles. You could say goodbye to all the CRV you're wasting because you're paying a nickel a bottle and you're getting back a penny if you recycle them. But more importantly, folks, you're in control of your water supply. That is really important. You're in control of the quality of your water supply. Now, when you do that, what happens is you have to make sure that you have mineral supplementation. Now, mineral supplementation is crucial if you're going to consume reverse osmosis water because reverse osmosis removes everything but the water for the most part. The beautiful thing about RO filtration is it takes out the fluoride. It takes out the chlorine, the bromine, and the cryptosporidium and all of the microbes and pathogenic organisms that could kill you and the parasites that could kill you that could get into the municipal water. So you've got to have a reverse osmosis system. You've got to understand how to change the filters. It's very simple. Using a little plastic wrench, you turn the thing, and out comes the, the filter or, the, or the, the, the element. You've got to take control of things that you need for survival. Now, as far as your food goes, look, if an apple is now the size of a grapefruit, that should raise an alarm. You should question that. You know, I go to Costco once in a while with my wife. I don't like going to Costco because it saddens me, because it makes everybody buy a bu too much stuff they don't need. And when I go in there, I realize that we are really in a prison, and this is the commissary, because I look at everything that's in there, and it's packaged, and it's shellacked, it's uh, sealed in a bag and soaked with fluoride water. And... The fruit is just, I like to call it frankenfruit, ladies and gentlemen. When you go into Costco and you look at the fruit, and I'm not knocking Costco particularly, I'm just making an, a statement of an analysis of things I see when I go in there. You see things stacked to the ceiling, you know, boxes of, of all of these toxic sugared cereals and uh, liquor and, uh, and sugared cookies and and desserts and process this and process that and all of these foods that are literally designed to kill you folks and it's everywhere it's at sam's club and walmart and ralph's and kroger stores and luckies or whatever wherever grocery store you go to 
95% of the stuff in there is poison. 99% of the stuff you shouldn't eat. I mean, look, the bread could sit on a shelf for, what, a year and a half and it doesn't get moldy? What does that tell you? I mean, a, a good piece of fruit that you pick from your backyard, if you cut that thing open and put it on your countertop with all the ethylene gas it starts giving off to its neighbors in the fruit basket, you're going to get mold start, start growing on that thing immediately. But this bread... I don't know whether it's made out of epoxy or they put arsenic in it, like pressure-treated wood to keep things from decomposing it. But the reality is the uh, foods that are being fed to us by these stores are going to end up making us customers to pull into these drive through pharmacies that are now dotting all the corners. But here's the deal. That stuff in, in Costco, those gigantic uh, apples and those gigantic uh, plums and things... They basically spend their lives connected to a tree, and the tree is shackled to a poison aquaponics drip system. If you went to some of these orchards, you would be in shock to realize how much chemical fertilizer and how much of these biosolids are dumped onto the fields and into these orchards. It is not natural for an apple to be the size of a young child's head, folks. It's not normal. I don't care how much water you put on an apple tree, these apples are being made into gigantic repositories of toxic chemicals by the irrigation and treatment of these fields with toxic chemicals, including biosolids. Now, what can we do about what we face in terms of what we're being forced to eat? Eat less, folks. Eat less. Eat less and eat high quality food spend the money on good organic food you can tell if for example a beet was grown on an organic farm you want to know how you can tell it's small and it le its leaves don't look totally perfect and gigantic because you know what a normal plant or vegetable is going to succumb to variations in the weather and the irregularities in the watering patterns now when you look at something that's been grown on literal chemical steroids, which is what a lot of these plants are grown in, you're going to see what appears to be perfection, when in reality, it's masking the toxicity. So, yes, you want to pick smaller fruits and vegetables that appear normal, just like you would want to pick a mate that appears normal, folks. And if you don't like what I'm saying, it's too bad. This is just common sense. You know, you don't want to be involved with things that are gigantic, all right? And that involves these watermelons, that involves these apples, and that even involves some of these cuts of meat that are so laden with fat and gristle. And, you know, that's a whole other thing. We really got to be careful because meat is something that is overconsumed as well. We've got to be really careful because meat is fed grains, these animals are fed grasses and grains and hay, and these are all grown in fields laden with biosolids, folks. And the fat cells are where a lot of the toxins, based on their chemical composition, are stored. I mean, these are fat-soluble compounds. The reality is, is that we're being killed from a lot of different directions. And, you know, I talk about the wireless, I talk about the vaccines, I talk about the water. But we've got to look at our food because... The reality is we're all eating food every day. God designed us. He gave us a mouth and a tongue and taste buds because it's an enjoyable thing. And there's nothing like, you know, a nice steak off the grill with, with some, you know, buttered vegetables and lots of salt and, you know, a nice piece of fruit to go along with it. I mean, that's, and for some of us, you know, you may enjoy a, a nice glass of wine. You know, that's all good. But the problem is, is they've invented and created all of these products that are poison and they're appealing. You know, they, they shine up the fruit like a new car. You know, they wax it with this shellac resin. And, you know, these animal feeds, you know, I've talked about the ethoxyquin, the Monsanto product that's in these animal feeds. And you know what? These animal feeds end up getting into us because we eat the animals or we eat the, the compounds that are derived from these animals, such as the milks, the cheese, and the eggs. So, you know, all of this stuff is really important. We need to understand that all of these things have been affected by biosolids and chemical manipulation. 
And the sooner we begin to understand that, the sooner we can take back our health because one of the things you'll realize is that too much of a bad thing is a bad thing, folks, no matter how you slice it. So, you know, just drop your portions and increase your common sense when it comes to what you're putting in your bodies. Now, I wanted to switch gears here. I know, you know, biosolids are something that you may not understand, but now you do. Now you know what they are. Now you know that they're real. You know where they come from. I want to talk to you about what I saw yesterday that uh, really concerned me a lot. And that is there's an epidemic right now of erectile dysfunction, folks. A lot of men have an issue with their libido. And I want to warn all of you men, young or old, that are out there right now. I want to warn you of these these compounds that are on the market that will destroy your function. And it's a binary weapons system that has been deployed on men, unsuspecting men. And what it consists of is an agenda to basically end their reproductive abilities and to basically take the joy out of their lives and destroy their marriages. All right? If any of you are concerned about hair loss, I strongly suggest you do not take any of these products on the market because these hair loss products that have been out for some time will make you have a complete loss of your sexual function, man. And and there are other ways to get your hair to grow. Like get out in the sun and eat a balanced diet and exercise and and get off of all the uh, dairy products because here's the other thing. The chemicals in the cow's milk, the hormones that are found in the cow's milk, if you're consuming an inordinate amount of dairy, and I'm talking about whey powder in these workout shakes i'm talking about milk from the store and you're taking these you're taking these compounds to make your hair grow you're going to get a teeny weeny folks and that's what's going to happen now i want you to understand something right now this is something that you may not be aware of but the reason that they have allowed these products to stay on the market, these hair loss products, I'm not going to mention them by name. There are several that are on the market. Some have been around for decades. They will give you total loss of your sexual function if you're a man. And that involves getting them on this, getting this compound on your hands. And if it comes anywhere near your genitals, it, I'm telling you, this stuff goes right through your skin. It's designed to go right through your scalp. And the the milk compounds, the compounds in the milk, the hormones and all the stuff that's in the milk work synergistically to elevate and exacerbate the disastrous effects of these chemical compounds that are used to treat male pattern baldness on sexual libido. It destroys your manhood, folks. You want to get your testosterone up? then start getting involved in the good fight, folks, because your testosterone levels will increase when you start acting like a man instead of somebody sitting on a couch screaming at a television set, drinking a bunch of bone-dissolving Budweiser, and sitting there screaming at a bunch of guys running around chasing a piece of pigskin. I'm not knocking sports per se, but when everybody's manhood is wrapped up in uh, how, how many cheeseburgers they can huff down and how loud they can yell at a bunch of guys running around on AstroTurf, I think we got a problem. When you wake up and start fighting for the real team and start fighting for your tribe and start fighting for your family, that's when your testosterone levels come back. And that's when your body starts becoming what it's supposed to be as a man again. Now, all these emasculating compounds, the soy phytoestrogens and the baby formulas, the soy milk and the tofu and the soy protein isolates, you know, those are all feminizing all the men. And then you've got all these compounds that are that are destroying the male libido. Look, folks, I could go on about this, but I'm just warning you guys, they're killing us. 
They're killing us with the food. They're killing us with the drugs. They're killing us with the Wi-Fi. They're killing us with the wireless. They're killing us with the fluoride in the water. They're killing us with the vaccines. They're killing us with this new artificial lighting. They're killing us with the sunglasses blocking out the UV that your body needs to survive. They're killing us with the air because they're going to 60 gigahertz Wi-Fi systems. It's going to affect the oxygen. I could go on and on and on, and I do every day. You got to limit the amount of food you're eating. You don't need to eat all this food, especially if you're living in a modern society where you're not out chopping, uh, you know, 2,000 foot trees down with an axe. If you're not out chopping firewood and running marathons, you don't need to be eating all this food, folks. You could probably get by with one meal a day. And you know, if you did some homework, there's a lot of really heavy, heavy duty fit people out there that survive on one meal a day because they've trained their bodies. And what's happened is they've destroyed our bodies, folks. You know, they spray all these chemicals in the sky to modify the weather. The stuff comes down, the aluminum gets into the dirt, into the ground, into the air. We breathe it in and then the microwaves from the cell towers and the, the Wi-Fi in our, in, in our homes and businesses and public transit. Uh, entities are irradiating these metallic compounds. I mean, look, we're under attack. So what we, what what we have to do is clean up everything that we do, and it's very simple steps, folks. I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the the comments here, folks, and I want to tell you something. I'm not a Freemason, and uh, I'm not into any of the uh, the Masonic. Uh, aspects of society. As a matter of fact, I discussed them. Don't join the Masons, folks. It's a satanic organization. I'm not a Mason. And if you really want me to blow the lid on stuff, I can uh, expose the, the, the password to the highest level of Masonry on the air, but I'm not going to do that because I don't feel like getting killed. But you know what? The Masons are a problem, and the Masonic Lodges, at the low levels, they seem like they may be nice people doing favors for society, but the reality is they're not at the high levels. They're involved in a lot of stuff. But that's just one element of all this. But getting back to the point, the uh, the, the, the future is in your hands, folks. The fate of your health is in your hands. It's in your control. And it, it, everything is what you make of it. Everything is what you decide. No, I'm not a Jesuit either. That's funny. But you know what? I did go to Catholic school. And... Uh, I was Jesuit trained to an extent because I was raised in a Catholic church and went to Catholic school all the way to high school. And you want to know something? All the priests were gay. Half the staff at Modern Day High School were homosexuals. And I didn't know it at the time, but in looking back, uh, you know, it's really tragic that uh, the Catholic church has become a uh, repository of people in the closet that, that molest children. And uh, there's a lot of pedophilia going on in the Catholic Church, and at the high levels, it's really scary stuff, folks. At the high levels of the Catholic Church is utterly satanic, and that's a fact. Do your homework on that, and, uh, you know, check it out. Because you can go to a Catholic Church, and you couldn't find a Bible in there if your life depended on it. And that's a fact. That is a fact, folks. If you go into a church, and there's not a Bible sitting in there, you're in the wrong building, all right? So... Anyway, you know, you got to eat most of your foods raw. Most of your foods should be uh, vegetables. You should not be uh, going loading up your cart at Costco with all this frankenfruit and all this toxic food, folks. You need to knock it off. And you spend an hour a day in the sun look at, looking through your eyes, looking at the sun. Look, go around and listen to the birds. Eat your greens. Get plenty of sleep. I know that's hard. I spend a lot of time trying to reach everybody and I got to do a little better on my sleep but you know you got to go to bed when it gets dark and, and get the uh, bluish lights out of your house and uh, you know just pick small when it comes to your foods uh, no sugar no lies that's a great comment uh, no sugar folks the stuff is really bad Popeye he swore by spinach uh, the church is perverted and satanic now yeah I agree with that Smoke your weed? Well, yeah, I agree with that too, folks. If you like marijuana, go ahead and smoke it, because I'll tell you, I don't smoke marijuana. I don't need to really uh, enter a altered state of consciousness. I'm very happy with the Holy Spirit and being, being in touch with reality. But, you know, marijuana is uh, something that's been around for a long time, and while the marijuana that's out right now is not uh, your granny smoke, so to speak, it's extremely strong, I can tell you that it's a heck of a lot better than drinking alcohol. If you're going to get buzzed on something, 
you're much better off smoking a joint than drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels because the next day you're not going to feel like crap. And marijuana does have uh, spiritual and medical benefits, folks. That's a fact. That is a fact. And if you're going to smoke marijuana, you don't want to smoke the synthetic stuff. You want to smoke the real stuff. Now, I'm a Christian, folks, and I don't need drugs. Now, if you do, that's your prerogative. But I'll be honest with you, you'll have a better, much better quality of life if you get drugs out of your life and you limit the amount of food because food is a drug and most people are overdosing on food. And that is one of the reasons why they feel like crap all the time and they're not happy because their body's really just under this deluge of toxins from the food. So, you know, try to clean up your diet. And of course, you know, most importantly, and I always go into this, get right with God. Have one of these little New Testaments and read it once in a while. And pray. And ask God for wisdom and guidance. And most of all, forgiveness. And put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen. And you won't need all these things. Your health will be better without the drugs. Your health will be better without the sugar. You won't need to get stoned when you wake up in the morning. You won't need to crack a beer when you wake up. You don't need to follow the advice of all these Hollywood people so you can live like the devil. You just need to clean it up and tone it down and just be free. Be free, ladies and gentlemen, because Jesus Christ will set you free. And he who is in Jesus Christ has wisdom and power and health and happiness. And let me tell you why. Because when your soul is is doing well, your body follows. Now, we're not going to have 100% healing from everything, folks. I'm telling you right now, there are ways to change your life, and you don't need to go and spend a whole bunch of money. It's as simple as pushing a button and shutting off your TV set. It's as simple as putting something down that you thought about putting in your mouth. Here's a little saying that I remember a gal telling me a long time ago. She's a cute young lady when I was in college, and... Uh, she told me that a minute on the lips is a lifetime on the hips. And, and you are what you eat, folks. So garbage in, garbage out. And that goes for what goes through your eyes as well. That goes for what goes into your ears. Your eyes and your ears, they get into your brain and your body and your heart and your soul, folks. Don't feed your brain or mind garbage. Just keep, just keep your eyes focused on the truth, ladies and gentlemen, and the Bible and Jesus Christ. I'm going to cut this off, folks. The day is going to continue, and uh, tonight we're going to talk about Alex Jones as Bill Hicks. It's going to be an interesting live stream tonight. We've got some information. I should be coming on between 9.30 and 10 o'clock tonight, and we're going to talk about Alex Jones again tonight, folks, because there's a lot of information we need to release on him. You folks have a great day, and in Jesus' name we go. Amen. Good evening, folks. All right. Well, we're uh, we're in business here tonight, and as I said in an earlier video today, we're going to be talking about some interesting things here. Wait for all of you to tune in. All right. Well, welcome everybody. Welcome. It's nice to have you. Talk about some things tonight that, uh, well, it's not exactly easy for me to talk about these things because it's rather disappointing. <clears throat> All right. I want to open up with a little bit of the word here. It's important. Anybody out there got a favorite verse? 
besides John 3.16, we all know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through him. Well, what we're going to talk about tonight is part of a massive deception, folks, and um, in the Bible, in Ephesians 6, it talks about what we face, and sometimes it's unbearable. In Ephesians 6, verse 12, it talks about, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We're not just dealing with bodies and bones and, and skin, folks. There are spiritual components to what we face. We're not just supposed to be concerned with physical protection. We're also to be concerned with spiritual protection because one of the biggest ways that we are being destroyed is by spiritual deception. We're supposed to take the whole armor of God, folks, that we'll be able to withstand in the evil day. And let me tell you something, we're in the evil day right now. If any of you doubt that, turn on your television or listen to the radio or look at what's being advertised on the billboards. Look at these movies they're advertising. Look at the video games the kids are playing. Look at the lyrics and the songs. It says to take on you the whole armor of God and you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all the stand. That's what I'm doing, that's what we're doing together. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and then take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray always in supplication in the Spirit. It's the word of God, folks. Everybody see this? It's the word of God. Some people have a problem with this. Some people will never hold this up on camera and read out of it. We're supposed to have faith, and we're supposed to be ready to have an answer. And we're supposed to protect ourselves to the breastplate. Right here, folks. The breastplate of righteousness. We're supposed to live clean lives. So we stand up, there's nothing they got on us. The shield of faith. Let's sort of be afraid of if we believe. You know, fear's a weapon, folks, and that's one of, one of the major weapons of the enemy is to get us afraid. If you are not afraid and you have the shield of faith, all the darts that come at you from the wicked people are not going to penetrate. Have your head donned with, with, with the absolute assurance of your salvation so you're not afraid. Your mind is protected. Look, folks, this verse in the Bible is just one of many, and what we're under now is a massive deception. And I wanted to talk tonight, as I promised earlier, I want to talk about Alex Jones. Because like a lot of you, he was an inspiration to me. You know, 20, 20 some odd years ago, I used to listen to Alex Jones on the shortwave. I still have my Grundig Yacht Boy. I've got two of them. I had about 50 feet of wire strung in my pine trees at about 100 feet in the air so I could get these signals from all over the world. And he wasn't the only one I used to listen to on shortwave back in the day. It's before we had the internet. Before we had a lot of things, folks, is back in the day when we had a lot of freedom. And the freedom movement was just getting started. The patriot movement was just getting started. You know, back in the day, uh, they weren't able to track and trace everything you did. You could freely assemble and talk to people. They didn't have the ability to tap all the phones and track all your purchases. Well, they do now, and they knew this day was coming. And what they had to do, and when I say they, I'm talking about the people that are involved in being connected with these rulers of darkness of this world, the spiritual wickedness in high places that controls the thought process and the ideologies of our leaders. 
These are the people that have long-term plans, folks, very long-term plans. And everything they do is carefully crafted and methodically designed to go off without a glitch. And although a lot of what you are shown appears to be hiccups and bumps in the road, it's really all kabuki theater. It's all designed to get you to believe that uh, things are unpredictable and in fact they're controlled. But I will tell you that we can't have an impact, but not if we succumb to the deception. Back in the early 90s, I started questioning a lot of things because I came of age, and I guess you could call it a born-again experience when I became a Christian. Things did not make sense to me that once did. I didn't understand a lot of things that once seemed normal and commonplace. And I started reading the lyrics of these record albums I had. I looked at the artwork for the first time. I really looked at the artwork on the album sleeves. Now, I know some of you may have never seen a record album, but that's how music used to be distributed. And there was a lot of imagery, and the lyrics were always written in some place inside the album, in the sleeve or on the cover. And you could see the names of the production companies, and it was startling, folks. You know, it, it, it really was amazing to see how blind I was and how blind a lot of people are still. And it's not their fault. It's just that they haven't been willing to give their hearts to this. Because what this is is a double-edged sword. It can be used to cut you and to make you see and to bring you to your knees to what you need to realize. And it can also be used as an offensive weapon against the spiritual forces that we face, folks. Okay. I'm going to speak up now because it's time to talk louder. And it's time to start talking about what's important. And that is that the media interests that have been controlling what the American people have been taught and what they're told to think and what they're told to drink, what they're told to eat, what pills to pop, who to date, how to dress, what to wear, what to spray on yourselves, how to wear your beards, and for the women, how they're supposed to carry themselves and what their idea of an ideal man should be. These people, are they're the controllers, folks. They serve Lucifer, and there are agendas to get conformity with the Luciferian agenda, which is the diametric opposite of God's plan for humanity. God's plan for humanity is eternal life and love and communion with him. And he has put us here in this closed system under this dome that we live under. Yes, folks, you heard me. The Bible speaks of the firmament and the waters above the dome and the waters below the dome. And in this King James, the word firmament comes from the Hebrew word rakia, which speaks to the Latin Vulgate, which amounts to basically something that has been stamped out in terms of metallurgy. There's a, there's a solid roof on top of what we live on, and NASA's a fraud, folks. And we don't live on a spinning ball. And for those of you who want to write me off because I don't believe we live on a spinning ball, that is your prerogative. But this Bible is very clear in terms of the Hebrew and the Greek and the cosmology that it teaches. And when you have somebody who's a mainstream media operative like Alex Jones who has the spinning globe as a logo of his operation along with Universal Pictures and all of these other companies that are all in on this deception, you need to make up your mind to determine who you're going to follow. Now, back in the early 90s, it was great times. Because back then, we didn't have cell phones. And if we did, they were big bricks that only business people had, and they were only used for important communications. And people talked to each other, and they, they looked each other in the eye, and it was a great time. The economy was still good. There was still plenty of opportunity to start a business. You could go out and buy a house. It was affordable. You could rent a place. It was affordable. Now the things have all changed because the stakes have been raised. 
borders have been open, the economy has been destroyed intentionally by our leaders to put the pressure on us. Now there are water restrictions, there are travel restrictions, there are all this uh, biometrics that have been implemented. You're, you're scanned everywhere you go, traced and tracked. But back then, we had a tremendous amount of freedom. And what was happening back then is there was a lot of people waking up to the fact that we were losing our freedom. You know, the government was involved in some really heinous things. Uh, when I look back at what happened to the Branch Davidian Church in Waco, Texas, how they were firebombed and shot and exterminated. And when I look at what happened on 9-11 and when I, when I look at what happened on many of these other things like Ruby Ridge and some of these other in, involvements with freedom-fighting people, freedom-loving people, people of faith that were, de who were demonized and treated as uh, monsters and murderers by the media when in fact they were not. And the official narratives have always been those that have left many questions unanswered, more so than those that were. And they needed people back then to corral and control the up-and-coming freedom movement because it was gaining a lot of momentum. And when I say a lot of momentum, I'm talking about people that were wide awake, that knew what was going on and knew it was up and had solutions and knew about the Uniform Commercial Code and knew about the Constitution and knew about how D.C. is all laid out Masonically and it's a corporation and knew about the income tax laws and knew about what the Second Amendment really said, knew about our roots and who controls the banking system and how to get out of all this matrix. Because back then the matrix didn't have the tentacles, but what they had to do back then is they had to get William Cooper out of the way. Because William Cooper at one point was on the inside and he turned into someone on the outside to expose the inside. And for that, he got a bullet in his back. And he had to be replaced. There was a guy years ago running, running on the shortwave circuit. There were shortwave radio wars back in the day, I remember, because I used to switch back and forth between these stations depending upon the weather. I remember listening to people like Bo Grites and Bill Cooper and some of the other people that were on. Some of the best information and the best advice I ever got came from shortwave broadcasts that were being run from barn houses in places like West Decatur, Pennsylvania, where you could hear the cows mooing in the background. These guys would be broadcasting with a car battery telling the truth about everything, about how to protect your health and your family. And that's how I managed to figure out years ago, decades ago, about the eugenics programs that were in existence. And they continue today. But what they managed to do back then was they managed to get rid of Bill Cooper and replace him with someone they had total control over. And that was Alex Jones. You heard me. Alex Jones replaced Bill Cooper. That's a fact. And I was actually listening to Bill, Alex Jones' coverage of the Bill Cooper event that night. And I remember the moment when it was reported that he was shot by the sheriffs. They had his house surrounded. And that was his last night on this earth. But that was the beginning of the changing of the guard. Some of you are going to accuse me of being divisive. Some of you are going to accuse me of harming the Patriot Movement. But ladies and gentlemen, the Patriot Movement has been neutered and neutralized, and it has been for quite some time. And I can tell you why. It's because the people that were being woken up were people of means. People that did not have enough money to run for office, did not have enough money to escape from the compact cities, that don't have enough money today to break free from the kill grid that's been erected all around us. But those are precisely the people that Alex Jones appeals to, the young people, and they think they have a leader that's going to save them. And what I want to talk about tonight is who this leader really is, or do we even know who he is? 
studied for some time because of my suspicions who Alex Jones is. And while I'm not sure, I do have my doubts that he is who he claims he is. And I do have my doubts as to how the YouTube algorithms have allowed him to do what he has done and the syndication and the media presence that he has in, in spite of the statements that he makes is allowed to continue. Now we know that at one point his camera crew admitted they worked for Time Warner. That's on, that's on film, that's on record. And we also know that a man named Bill Hicks has a lot of uncanny resemblances to Alex Jones. And Bill Hicks supposedly died in 1994 of pancreatic cancer. We also know that Alex Jones was an activist who emerged on the scene around the same time in the early 90s. And from a lot of the video and photographic evidence that I've seen, in 1997, it appears that the up-and-coming Alex Jones... Now, I'm going to say something which might be radical. What if this person, Alex Jones, isn't Bill Hicks, but rather a clone of Bill Hicks? Since the, the, we know that there's multiples of some of these people, that could definitely be the case. We don't know. But this guy has a lot of great stuff on his channel. And I hope that you check him out. His name is uh, the Fullerton Informer.